Every story starts with a dream. A dream of someone wanting more. A dream of a life that might feel so unrealistic right now, yet you know deep down in your soul you're destined for. My name is Claire Markwick, accountant, business coach, affiliate marketer, mum, wife, and woman with a dream. A fierce dream rising up within me. A dream that fires my soul and a dream I am committed to making a reality. Fierce Woman Rising is a podcast that celebrates those with a dream, those courageous enough to think outside their current reality and make what's in your heart come true. If I've learned one thing over the years, it's that the only surefire way of staying stuck in a stale, mediocre life is believing that's all you're capable of, believing your own bullshit excuses and not finding the strength to stretch beyond them. I held myself back. I played safe. I stayed where I was for far too long, but not anymore. I want a life of passion, of fun, adventure, laughter, love. I want deep conversations, belly laughs, health, strength, balance. I want confidence, sexiness, fulfillment, and the money to do as we please without limitation. I want the life of my dreams, so I'm here creating it, and I want that for you too. So welcome, my friend. To Fierce Woman Rising, the show that awakens your mind and kickstarts your action to creating the life you love. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Woman Rising podcast. I trust you all had a fantastic Christmas. It actually sounds really weird saying that because as we're recording this, it's not quite Christmas yet, but by the time you listen to it, it would have happened already. <laughs> So I hope you had an amazing Christmas and I am back this week with a fantastic conversation. You've had a couple of solo episodes from me, but this week I am delighted to welcome the beautiful Jeannie Dawn to the hot seat. And um, I'm really excited to share her story. So she is a freedom lifestyle advocate, a happy relationship advocate, and she is a woman living her fully expressed self in a life that she has always dreamed of, but it hasn't always been that way. So I am really keen to hear her story, really keen for you to hear her story. So Jeannie, welcome. Thanks so much (laughs) for having me, Claire. I'm happy to be here today. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Why don't we start? I'm, I, you know, in, in our community, we hear sort of um, living my fully expressed life. I'm living my authentic life. I'm, you know, living the best version of me. Like to someone who is not in our world, how would you describe what that looks like? What does living your most expressed self mean to you? Oh my gosh! I think, with, right? <laughs> totally uh, putting you on the spot. Well, the we, we can start with what it used to not be. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I guess that's why I can uh, relate so much to what it feels like to be that because I didn't come from that. Like uh, I feel that being fully expressed means that we get to shine our own light. Be our true, authentic self in our within from from our hearts. You know, I lived much in my head, and I still do. To be honest, like it's a really, really difficult thing to get out of. And you know, you having your accountant brain on most of the time. I bet you know what I'm talking about. Oh hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> so you know, just to come from our hearts and literally feel into our body, come from a place of 
of being true to ourselves and not giving too much of an F about what people think about us and that because that is where I come from. I come from being that good girl, always trying to people please, trying to be the one that fits in, the one that doesn't buck the system, the one that literally it's lives easy. their life for every doesn't rock the boat. Yeah. <laughs> lives their life for other people, for everyone else, and puts their own life on the back burner, yeah? And honestly, I guess it was a really tipping point like four years ago that I realised all of this sort of came to light. I found um, I, I had another relationship breaking down and I thought, what the hell? What the hell is going on with my life? Like, I honestly thought, that 15 years I'd been in this one and I, I thought I have to hold this one together. Like I don't want to look like a failure. I don't want all these things come up in your mind that what well, we've got so much, I'm going to be starting again. And I thought, well, if that's what it takes, then that's what it, because I wasn't happy. I was so, I felt so suppressed and so, not living how I had imagined my life to be. I've yeah. always been a visionary. Yeah, I've always thought there's got to be more in this life oh, than I can settling. Totally, I can totally, totally resonate with that. It's funny, isn't it? It's interesting, not so much funny. It's interesting that we can, when we're living sort of, unauthentically when when we're living that life we think we ought to be living so when we're doing what we think we ought to do saying how what we think we ought to say acting in the way we think we ought to doing everything properly like you say the whole good girl thing um and, and keeping the peace and doing things properly we can find ourselves in relationships that you know ultimately aren't going to last are they because let's face it like we're faking it in in that case aren't we so when we sort of say living um our fully expressed lives now it's like we've stopped faking it we've decided to stop faking it and sometimes the people around us in that other life are like well well hang on a minute you're changing um you you can't do that that's not is that what you noticed it is and and yet I have those people out there that doubt it like you, you know you're not going to be successful at this. It, your auntie such and such didn't make it doing such and such. It's like I keep getting put down and dragged down and and I think, no, you know, I have the dream. I have the vision. I see it. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter what anyone else sees and, you know, and, or what they say. It literally comes down to me having the belief in myself and and living from a place where I want to come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and being that fully expressed uh, version uh, has it's opened so many doors to me. It, I felt so closed down before, and now I feel so alive and so. so Oh, I'm just oh, so excited. Energetic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the things to come, you know. 
I, I literally don't want to sit still most days. I'm up, I'm about, I want to do this, I don't I want to do that. And, and I actually probably feel a little bit of frustration creeping in because I want to do so much and be so much. I want to do it now. To just, <laughs> yeah, just to sit and and uh, allow it to come is is something that I'm now sort of, you know, feeling into, not not trying to force anything and let things flow more and and yeah I sort of have found myself now after four years of go 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 taking this step back and and feeling more into my feminine side like you know, and, and it feels so much more peaceful actually really mm. really nice it's, yeah it's I think in the kind of the modern age that we live in now there's so much you know, there's so much in the media, there's so much just in society in general that, you know, women can, women can do everything that men can and women can have successful careers and families and businesses and this and that. And so there's been, we've kind of grown up with this sort of almost hustle culture, haven't we? Like we've got to keep pushing and we've got to, you know, if we want to be the successful woman, we've got to, you know, not only do we have kids, but then we've got to be good in our career or um, grow a business and we've got to have money and we've got to still look good and we've got to be fit. And, you know, there's all these pressures on us, isn't there? And, and, and that does come from the very, like the masculine side of things, doesn't it? And it can be really, really hard to, switch that off or tone that down you know we probably still need elements of that to some extent but tone that down and come back into our sort of our feminine selves it's certainly a journey that I'm starting to embrace now um what have been some of the challenges for you like how did how did you switch that off like how did you how did you make that change oh look I've had a, uh, I've been in a container recently where I've been a, a beautiful mentor of mine and she's in America actually and I absolutely adore her and it's the whole reason I'm actually in the online space where I am now. It was her masterclass two years ago I saw and, you know, two years ago she was such a different person and yet I fell in love with her. I'm like, oh, what I want what she's having, like, if she can come from a broken relationship and and make all this money, I can do that too. Like yeah. you know, and and I saw it, and and you know, two years later, um, I thought she was so far out of reach because I put her on this pedestal and thought, no way am I ever going to be in her circle, and it's not true. This business in, envelopes you, and. I absolutely have loved being in her container and learning more of the feminine stuff. And she's really only been in it for the last year as well. And and she was just like me. She used to fight it. Like, mm. I don't want to be that doormat trodden on ever again. Like that is not ever going to be me again. However, there's a soft way of coming in with that. And, and it literally is being fully 100% in love with who we are as as women, as a person, owning what we bring into this world, you know, and and living from that space. And it's, and it's not easy, Claire. Honestly, I find myself arguing all the time with my partner. Like, I mean, I say I split up four years ago from um, my ex, well, it's now four years later and it was almost to the day that we got back together. That's so 
It is incredible. I never thought that it would be possible. However, the work I've done on myself and the work he has done on himself has led us back to a place. And it's not easy going. It's not something that blows and just comes easy. It is work. And there are things we can put in place to make it so much more nicer, like let the man be the man, let him lead and let myself flow more and not argue. All I want to do is argue, like he's not right, you're not right, that's not right. <laughs> you know <laughs> what, that is, that is so do interesting that you say that. That is so interesting because that is probably one of the biggest things that Terry and I argue about in as much as he's like, why do you have to argue all the time? Like, why can't, you know, why do you have to be the one that has the last word all the time? And, and again, that's all part of this, this whole cycle, isn't it? This, like how we conditioned, like we have to be tough. We have to be hard. We have to be, we have to be in control to be the successful woman and, and, and letting go of them. Like you say, letting the man be the man be, you know, it can be a really challenging thing to do, can't it? It's like, you, you yeah. feel like you're losing control, I guess. Yeah. It's the, the most inner part that I feel. I feel like I, th- I feel like I'm losing control and that I'm allowing someone to to come over top of me and walk on me again. And, and it's not like that. It's yep. not like that and because it doesn't work the other way. Bickering at each other all the time is so such a turn off it's a turn off for me it's a yep. turn off for him nobody wins we're all at the end of the day grumpy with each other and ourselves and it's just not a way to live mm. so yeah i feel that softening and being in our feminine and allowing our man and then and also if we're not happy with how things are going and what's happening then we get to drop into our fear Feelings and really feel into what it makes us feel and let them know that because at the end of the day if we're not happy with what's happening we need to say but in a really nice caring loving feminine way not a like an attacking way that is it will never work that way it really will not <laughs> and I think that it it also comes down to doesn't it us as women um, giving ourselves the space to actually sit and really think about, well, what do I need? Instead of just barking at them for not doing the dishes or taking the bin out, or I thought I asked you to pick that up in town and, and this sort of stuff, you know, it's like, let, let's not just jump to that straight away. Let's think about what, what it is about this whole situation that's triggering me, what it is like, what, what, what am I feeling? What am I needing? And when we can articulate that, like if we can't articulate that, how the hell are they supposed to know what they're supposed to do? <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, it's really, it's, and it's not, generally it's not from the man's fault either. We have learned this from a childhood, uh, from our upbringing, from our youngest years of not being heard, of not being felt that we have been worthy of things and and literally having to either, like me, I, I became really quiet and thought, well, I'm not going to say anything. If, if, if I'm not being heard, then I might as well not say anything. Mm. I'll just sit here and be quiet and let it all go through me, over me, round me, and not let it go into me. So I, I suppressed all these feelings, 
deep inside. And when you start doing this work, I literally have a feelings wheel that Brooke allowed me to have. And, and it's got your anger and your sadness and your are happy and all of them. And then from there, it branches out into a whole lot of feelings. And I have to go to it regularly because yep. I really I don't know what I'm feeling. I hear you. Like I have a sheet, like, oh, it's actually a booklet that's got like hundreds of different emotions in it because, you know, let's face it, what is it? Happy, sad, angry, whatever, you know, scared. We can probably only name five or six off the top of our heads. And really what we're actually feeling, if we give ourselves the time to sit and actually process it and think deeply about it, it's something completely different isn't it we might not be angry at all like anger might be the symptom because what we're feeling is grief or something you know like that I know that was a huge one for me and that was something that I've certainly had to overcome there was you know grief in a relationship and I had oh I had to grieve I had to I had to be sad in order for the anger to pass and yeah it's it's absolutely fascinating journey isn't it oh it so is because you know I'd even suppressed crying I I found it really difficult. I'd only cry over really, really sad things like losing my dog last this year gone. And I would cry I cried all day. However, however, it's that's a real emotion that I can tangibly uh, connect something to. However, when it's just little trivial things throughout the day and you know, you don't want to make an issue of them, like, oh no, I you know, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to feel like I'm being a burden to you because I'm sharing my feelings and it's so wrong. The men are craving to feel, to hear our feelings mm. and to know what we're feeling because they're not mind readers. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> as much as we might think they are, some will think they should be. <laughs> but I'm still thinking that. Why can't you tell what I'm feeling right now? Like, you know, it's not almost the yeah, they want to know. They really want to know and they want to help. They want to be our, they want to be the person we go to and ask them for help. Like, I'm struggling with this today. You know, what's your take on it? May I ask for you to share how I could maybe overcome this? Little mm. things like that that I don't even think of, you know, that our man can help us with. So relationships are so complicated and and yet, at, on the other end of the scale, they really get to be simplified and made so much easier. Mm. Really, that's yeah. a that's a that's a really sexy piece of gold. What you just said right there, like we we can, we overcomplicate things, don't we? We overcomplicate everything. Um, we do. And, and, you know, like I don't want to get too much into the kind of the politics of it, but like when you really take something back to the bare bones of, you know, the 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 male. Uh, and the female role, the masculine, the feminine energies, like it's it it does get to be simple, doesn't it? Not not easy, um, because like we say, we're still human beings, and no relationship is easy. And there's always going to be times where we slip back into wall patterns, and you know, yes. we argue over silly things and whatnot. But <laughs> it gets to be simple. <laughs> it does, and I guess the joy of of um, me and my partner doing it together is we get to laugh about it, and you know, and see see where we slip and things like that so it's really nice that I have someone that really wants to work on himself too like a lot of men out there close off and don't want to go down that path or even have a look at mindset work and stuff which is a shame because I feel like you know 
it, it's such a beautiful journey. It's the mm. one thing I've absolutely loved over the last four years since, you know, that relationship broke down originally. It, it was all the mindset work on point where I'm in timeline therapy training now. So I love it. It's fascinating. It's, it's absolutely fascinating. And who would have thought that, you know, starting an online business would take you down this path? You know, I don't know if you were anything like me. I don't know. Like I, I had, I had no idea. I, I had wealth, health, and self as my like three focuses for 2023. And this business was going to be the wealth part of it. You know, I was like, right, okay, I'm gonna, I've got this, I've got this structure now. I've got this business model. I've got this thing. I can follow the steps and I can start to build my wealth over a number of years. Okay, right, box tick. You know, right. Um, let's focus on that to start with. And then before I knew it, I'm like, oh my God, like it actually ticks all the boxes. And, you know, the self part of it, this kind of self-discovery, this deep mindset work, you know, for anyone who hears people saying, do the work, you'll do the inner work. Like, this is what we're talking about, isn't it? It's learning to slow down. It's learning to express our emotions. It's it's instead of just reacting, it's okay, what's triggering me? Let's get curious about this. Um, that's work, isn't it? And it's crazy that it comes from an online business. I know, honestly. And that was the thing when I saw this two years ago and and uh mentor reached out with the masterclass and I watched it and I thought, well, all I, I did see the human look and I thought, oh, wow, you know, it's changed her life around. However, I also saw the compensation plan and thought, holy shite, yeah, give, <laughs> let me in on a piece of that. I, I see it. <laughs> I, yep. I don't even think twice about things like that I once I put my hand up I'm done like I don't even have to think twice honestly and and I know a lot of people do they mother and go go right through all the statistics and things and I saw and like you said it's and then what unfolds there from there is crazy mm. I guess it was one one year in I did it whilst I was uh, in working full-time and really struggled. I thought, oh, I want to spend time on my business. Like I really, really loved it and enjoyed it and I didn't find enough. I was so worn out at the end of the day. I didn't want to come home and then have my business. I'm like, I've got to do something and I, and I did it. Within a year I had created that we talk about in this business. Left my nine to five, bought a caravan and headed across here to the East Coast and was living um, my dream life in, in a year, in a space of a year. It's it's incredible what people achieve, isn't it? And I want to pick up on something that you mentioned earlier, if I may. And you talked about having um, like ultimate like 100% belief in yourself and that being the key to sort of um, moving forward and, and you know pushing through the pushing through the challenges and things like that where for you where has that belief come from because from the sort of from the the shy um quiet I'm not going to rock the boat good girl from where you came from what was that journey like for you what was it that gave you that 
ultimate belief in yourself that, you know what, these dreams that I've got in my head, I can actually do this and I don't have to listen to you anymore. I, I'm going to do it. Where did that belief come from? You know, Claire, I think I've always just been a little dreamer. Like, you know, I, I was, I've always loved horses and I've never been brought up with them. I've never had the chance to uh, ride as a little girl. And when I had the opportunity to come my way when I was 14, I jumped at the chance. A, a gentleman up the road had some horses and lessons and let us go for it. I've always, any opportunity that has come my way that I thought, oh, Oh, I'm going to do it. I really jump all in and do it. So, you know, I never had the option of horse. I rode other people's for a long time. And then when I could, as soon as I got out and had my own stuff, you know, I thought, that's it. I'm getting a horse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I bought my own. And I've always, always known that whatever I've put my mind to, I can. And Yet in the background, I've always felt like I've always also needed approval to do it. Mm-hmm. So too that I held myself back. I re- literally got in my own way of life, and really still am. I still come up with a whole lot of excuses as to why I'm not good enough and why I, I you know, oh, oh, I'm not making it because because because. And it's all little stories, stories in here that are not true and I know they're not true because we then have to work through them and put them aside mm. and see you, I feel you, I hear you. However, <laughs> I'm moving forward. <laughs> I love it. it. It's so similar. It's so similar to my own story. Yeah, like I've, I've always known, I've always had the vision, I've always had this feeling that you know I wasn't meant for just the norm you know like I I always I had these visions I still have these visions of like standing on a big stage and speaking in front of heaps of people and people that are there to see me and and I'm like yeah yeah yeah." and I feel it so deeply in my heart my my head is going well look at where you are now look at how far away from how far away do you think that is like how the hell do you think you're going to do that and and it just it depends which little voice we listen to doesn't it it's like do we listen to our heart and do we just trust that one day it's going to happen or do we listen to our head and I have to say as much as as strong a person as I feel I am there came a point for me where before I joined this business where my head won my head Mm. won however strong a feeling I had in my heart however like on those days I was like yes and I'd pump the tunes and I'd be powered and I'd be energized but then head would head would come in and I would listen and that changed yeah me when I joined this business was it the same for you yes uh and 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 it like I said it's an ongoing struggle because in ground in our in our makeup in and and what we've been led to believe over so many years that it's something literally I have to work on daily. Yeah. My brain is, mm, uh, nah, I don't think you're going to do it. You're not going to make it. You know, It's like, no. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, brain. All, all, <laughs> exactly. Thank you, brain. My heart knows better. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> is look back. You know, where I've come, like this last year, since October 20, what are we now, 23? So October 22. October 22, yeah, I was just leaving my full-time job and heading off the in down the road in my caravan. Like I never thought I could do that on my own and myself <laughs> in a big F truck towing a 22-and-a-half-foot caravan down the road across the on my own, a young lady, very young, in you know, in her prime, heading across the Nullarbor and literally packing herself inside, however, knew she could do it. Like, and then back on all the little things that are compiling over the last year and to where I am now, of course I can do anything. It's a, I, I love what what I love. I just I'm celebrating you for that for a start. I mean, like holy hell! Like it's it scares the it scares the crap out of me towing anything. So <laughs> towing a big fat caravan, I'm like kudos to you. It's it's on my list. I've got to, I've got to, I'm going to build my confidence in towing. Um, that aside, now I've lost my train of thought. But I think it's, it's I'll go somewhere different. I think f- having something, I, I remember, and I told this story in a previous um, in a previous episode, I remember as a kid I had a little velvet ribbon and I would suck my thumb and I kind of just play with the ribbon between my fingers as I was sucking my thumb and it was like my, it was like my security blanket. If I had this little ribbon, I knew I was going to be okay. And to me, I feel like this business or this community or the the kind of the the structure of the whole thing the whole energy around Enagic and and the community that is like my little ribbon now and and I'm still I'm still a person within it like you say like we we still we're still learning we still slip up we still go back to old ways we we still get challenged and all that kind of thing but I feel like I'm in this space where I can confidently tell myself I'm going to be okay. It's not like when this came up before and I was, you know, trying to be the entrepreneurial out there on my own where I my head could take over. Like now I feel like I've got the cocoon around me that I needed to keep me safe. It's like, you know, now what's just pictured in my head is, you know, like those fun fair things where you're inside a bubble and you're kind of, you can, you're like running over a lake or whatever, and you're bashing into your, your mates and all that. Like, I feel like I'm in like a little bubble that's going to always keep me safe. Does that make sense? Mm. Is that, is that? It does. It does. And, you know, and that's a, an unfathomable thing to me is when, when our leaders say the only way to fail in this business is if you quit. Yep. And I'm like, why? And like that happened. There's no way in the world I'll be quitting this business. <laughs> yeah, we still have our days where we think, oh, oh, it's definitely not an easy path because of all the, you know, the things we go through on a daily to to remind ourselves that we're here for a reason. We choose it. We're here because we absolutely and are in love with it, and I know I am, mm. and there is no way down day that that I would quit this. <laughs> I, I I know no I just, way. I I can't compute, and I th- I think the beautiful thing with with the the company that we affiliate with is 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 like it's not an ongoing 
investment, is it? You know, it's a it's a one and done investment. And and so you're not having, you know, your monthly, um, you know, you're not having your monthly auto ships and you're not having to pay stuff on a monthly basis, which is where the, all right, this is all too hard. I'm just going to quit, like where that can come from. Like I'm like, well, what what is the point in quitting? Like I've already got these machines. Like I've already got yep. them. They're, they're going to be income earning assets for life. Like wh- why would I stop? Sure, I can slow down if life's getting hectic and life's getting busy, but why would I stop? Like, and I think, and honestly, I think that's where that belief is coming from. Exactly. And honestly, I, cause even, you know, there is the, the Yukon side of our business where yeah. we have uh, every four months and mine is up for renewal again right now. And uh, I'm kind of on a recipe of, I don't want to renew because I'm right on a leadership level and I want to renew there, but not here. And, and I think, but I don't want to be without it. Like, no way. I feel that is my security blanket. Yeah. I don't want to be without me. (laughs) I think I'm on the same cusp. I'm like, man. (laughs) Which works out in the long term because I, I really want the tea because Carolyn gave me some. And honestly, I've been having it in the mornings with and Nick it with a bag as well and having them together and I'm in love with that too and I don't have any I'm about about to run out okay I'll renew the my old one and I'll get tea for the new one in a in a couple of weeks time when I want it I don't care you know I'm all in I'm I'm all in for the long haul and I see and know where I'm going mm. and that's the beautiful part you know it's knowing that I have a goal and and I'm really excited for where that is and what that looks like. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? If you could go back in time and give, you know, say 10, 10, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whenever, whenever you feel, but if you could give yourself some advice given what you knew now, what would you what you know now? What would you tell yourself? Oh my gosh. I'll go looking for this business. <laughs> Because why didn't this come up any sooner than it did? Like, mm. I don't understand. I I had never even heard or seen or known about this here. Little water thingy that sat on your bench and you literally had liquid gold coming out your tap. Same. I didn't know about it. Yeah. I tried uh I was in a couple of MLM, like low ticket stuff back when I was 23 and then 25 and I've always been looking for something that's come along. But, yeah, I guess my one thing would have been to go looking deeper, go looking harder because, honestly, 10 years ago, had I found this 10 years ago, imagine where I would be now. Like I'd be a barrage of stuff. I'd be a Christie. (laughs) absolutely and for those who have no idea what we're talking about we're talking about like multiple six and seven figure business owners aren't we like they've just absolutely exploded um exploded on the back of Enagic as an opportunity and I think the same thing I'm like I, I see in our in our community just the other day they they were celebrating the youngest ever um distributor joining weren't they so it must have been 18 years old because you have to be 18, 18 yeah and I just think, can you imagine like coming across an opportunity like this at 18 years old? Like they could be fully set up for life before they're even 30, before they're even 25. And I'm just like, yeah. holy hell, 
But at the same time, you know, there's that little bit of like, oh, geez, I was like, you know, 42 when I found it. But I think, but I found it. Um, and now yes. I get to talk about it. And anyone who doesn't yes. like hearing about it can just switch off because I'm not going to stop talking about it. <laughs> and I'm, exactly. already, I'm already talking about it to our boys and they're only 13 and 10. So they still got a few years before they can do it. But it was funny. I literally heard them the other day. Um Kyle, my 10-year-old, was asking how much the um, the K8s were, the, the water ionizers, and, you know, like clocking in his head, right, okay, well, how much does that mean I'd need to save and, and all this kind of stuff? And he made some comment and Kai was like, oh, but you'd already be in mum's business by like your 20s anyway, so you'd already have one. <laughs> You know, so it's like it's becoming so normal for them that, you know, whether they they go and have careers or go and do whatever they want to do, it's like this is already in their minds that it's going to be something they have as well. And I think that's what's so awesome, isn't it? Like everyone gets to do it their way. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, it sort of brought a new um, light into my life that, you know, you'll work a day in your life if you're doing something love. And, and that rings true. Like I'd studied to be a gardener and a horticulturalist and I, I literally, other than being inside on my business, I want to be outside and garden. And, you know, I've, I get to combine the two of them now and 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 I, I don't work a day in my life. You might as well say I'm retired. <laughs> and that's what they say about retirement. It's not that you actually have retired. It's just that you're doing something that you really love doing. And it's yeah. like you love your accounting. You love putting on your little accounting hat and <laughs> and working out the figures for people. And it gets to be that easy. Yes. You don't have to choose. You can do a couple of things. You don't have to put it on, make it the one and only thing you do. That's and that's what I love about it. I, I absolutely hear you. I think it's fantastic. And, and it's been so inspiring, like hearing like from where you've come from to, to where you are now and, you know, then imagining what the future looks like. Like, do you find that you just oh. have this like buzz of excitement, like, like a little child? Like I find like I'm like a little child giggling sometimes. I'm like, we can literally do whatever we want. Like we've got the means to create the way to do whatever we want and sure I can't click my fingers and say let's go on a world cruise you know let's be real like I'm not like it's it's not stupid like that but you know we've got the means to be able to do that if that's what we want and we can set that as our goal and we can make it happen can't we and I just get so giddy with excitement about that like a little kid <laughs> yeah well traveling's my next thing like is the one thing that I really really enjoy doing outside of gardening and my business and I'm obviously traveling you can take this business with you you know and I mean gardening you can too you can garden anywhere over the world so it wouldn't really matter where I ended up however I I love to travel and and 2024 for me will see probably three to four overseas trips easy because it's what I love doing yeah. so and and this business allows us to travel because we with they hold events for us outside of like June, we've got Japan, so, so excited for that. And then um, we get to go to um, where Balazs' hometown is at Vancouver. So I'm really excited for the things that are coming up next year, like 20 or this year because, you, like you said, this podcast will be held in, in January. 
Oh, this is going to be the, I thought this last year, 23, was the best year so far. And it was, literally was. It's my freedom year. I call it that. That's my freedom year. I created the freedom for myself. Well, this next year, it's like Sal used to say, love, abundance, and success. I've got the love for me and my partner now. We're doing things together. The abundance is coming with this business. I feel it. And the wealth and the success as well. So that's my new motto for going into this year. (laughs) Oh, I absolutely love it. And I think that's a perfect place to leave it because I think we're both like up here on this like energy of like, oh, Thank you so much. It has been such a fun conversation. I've really enjoyed having you here with me. It's taken some twists and turns. Thank you so much. (laughs) I just love where these conversations go at the end of that episode. Once I'd stopped recording, um, Jeannie and I were talking and she was like, man, I didn't think we were going to go down that route of the masculine and feminine. And I was like, nah, but hey, and I always have this belief that what is meant to come out is meant to come out. And so I trust you enjoyed that episode and gleamed some gold from Jeannie's story coming from this place of of being the good girl, of being sort of conditioned to be keeping quiet and not rocking the boat and just doing as she's told to now living this life of absolute freedom on her terms, doing it her way and in a relationship where she feels she can be authentically herself. And I just think that's it, it's so inspiring to hear these stories and, and I love sharing them. So I trust that you have taken some gold from it. I would love for you to share this episode with someone in your network that you think needs to hear it. And if anything from um, our conversation in this episode has got you curious about what an online business could do for you and your life, then reach out, shoot us a message. You can follow me on socials at Claire.Markwick and on Facebook at Claire Markwick. All of Jeannie's contact details will be in the show notes to this episode. And sure, hit the button in the show notes. Send us a message. And if you click Masterclass Jean, G-E-N-E, we will send you um, we'll send you some information so you can you can have a watch and you can start to you can start to see whether it's something that you know if you get the little tingles of excitement when you're watching it but then your brain starts to get really confused and create a list of a million questions you know you're on the right track so I am going to leave it there thank you so much for lending me your ears and I will be back in your ears next week bye-bye